Hi there, my name is Fausto Fonseca and this is Mind Toolbox. In this episode, we'll be talking about a tool that we've probably used before, which is crying. I know you probably don't see it as a tool, but give me a chance to change your mind. As always, we will start with a story of my own. A few years ago, I had reached the peak of a really bad phase. For a few months, I tried to help my brother with his dependency issues. It was a special kind of dependency for a substance that is not the usual ones we know. I won't get into a lot of details for now, but let's just say it was something that had a destructive and deadly effect quite rapidly. And it all started when I had a new job and when I moved to live by myself, which is the kind of big changes that already bring a lot of pressure into our lives. And during those months, the whole situation was corroding my life, my work and relationship. There were situations that were so extreme that I felt like they were burnt into my mind like a painful hot iron. And those images would haunt me over and over again. Until the day came that I ended up losing my brother in this battle. It was a massive blow. How is life supposed to go on? But it does, doesn't it? But it's really not easy for a while. And we're expected to follow through with our responsibilities. We need to at least go on and work. The amount of times I stood in front of my computer, sometimes numb, sometimes using every energy of my body to prevent me from bursting into tears. I had felt like this before, about the death of my mother. But I was in college, so I had a lot more flexibility to just leave a class or just stay on my own when I wanted. But now, I was a productive member of society. I had a job and I had to be productive. Then one day I was taking a shower, and I must say I have a tendency to take long showers, and I was thinking about my brother. And I started going through those horrible images that were in the darkest places of my mind. I started crying, moaning and weeping. The images kept coming and the tears following them. Tears that were quickly washed away by the shower, which kept me warm and in a kind of soothing state. What I remember the most was how strange it was hearing myself through the acoustics of the bathtub. I think it's one of the reasons why people sing in the bath. It kind of amplifies your own voice and makes it warmer. When I had no more tears to cry, I stopped the running water, dry myself up with a towel and look at myself in the mirror. You know how you look when you just cried, right? I'll tell you, you look horrible. Red eyes, sometimes even swollen. But this time I looked great. And to be honest, I felt great. I can tell you I felt better for a whole week. I was working better, I was more controlled at work. Even my relationship was better. After maybe a week, I started feeling my depressive state of mind returning to me. So one morning, when I was taking a shower, I thought I could try and force it this time. Maybe crying was what helped. So I easily accessed those images again. It was cripply easy. I navigated through those bad moments in my mind and it was almost instant the burst of tears. And again, I cried for some time until I had enough, dry myself up, look great and feel great. And from that moment on, 
I decided that I would do it as often as I needed. I started doing it once a week, then it was once every two weeks, and then it was maybe once a month. I can't say when I stopped. I can't even say if I really ever stopped. I did it again when my fiancé left me, and I can say I still do it from time to time, although very spaced out. One of the things I would like to talk about, and hopefully get out of the way, is the stigma about crying. For a long time, seeing someone crying was like seeing weakness. Men were taught that we were not supposed to cry, and women would be seen as too fragile. I hope this is way less the case nowadays. We cry because it's a mechanism that our body has to cope with things. And it bears no weight on how we act and if we're tough or not. It can actually help on solving issues, as we will see in a moment. There was an interesting large study done in the United States in 2002, where it was figured out that women cried an average of 3.5 times per month, and men 1.9 times a month. I cannot say if the difference between men and women is due to biological or nurturing reasons, but I'm willing to bet that is due to both. Another random stat I can give you is that 6-week-old babies cry an average of 2.25 hours a day, which I can totally verify since I've become a father a few months ago. Humans have three types of tears. Basal tears, which will happen frequently to keep our eyes lubricated. These have protein-rich antibacterial liquids to help protect our eyes. And then we have reflex tears, which happen in response to triggers such as wind, smoke and onions. And at last we have emotional tears, triggered by a range of emotions. These are seen as a human capability, although some would argue elephants and gorillas do too. I've read a few articles about the benefits of crying emotional tears. One biochemist and tear expert called Dr. William Frey at the Ramsey Medical Center in Minneapolis found out that emotional tears contain stress hormones that are released from our body through our tears, among other toxins that accumulate during stress. Other studies also shown that emotional tears stimulate the production of endorphins, our natural painkiller, that makes us also feel good. It's also interesting that some studies also shown that we produce oxytocin, which is interesting to me because I've heard a lot about this hormone during preparation to be a father, since it's the hormone that is involved in childbirth and breastfeeding. But this hormone is also related with empathy, trust, sexual activity and relationship building, being sometimes called the love hormone. From the things that I've read, I think we can safely summarize the advantages of crying as 1. It soothes us emotionally. After crying, we release our stress hormones and toxins and we produce hormones that make us feel good, that can help us deal with the problems we need to deal with or simply cope better with situations out of our control. 2. It can help relieve physical pain for the same reason as the previous point, the release of the feel-good, pain-easing hormones. And three, it can create empathy in others, and because of that, we increase the chances of someone helping us in our time of need. 
So now arrives the time we turn this into a tool. I'll follow more or less the things I've done that worked really well with me. The tool instructions are 1. Find a place where you're alone and you can be alone for a while without anyone disturbing you. I highly recommend the time you're taking a shower. Like I said, it cleans up your tears, has great acoustics and the sounds of the shower will muffle any crying to the outside of the bathroom if you're not alone at home. 2. Find in your memories things that make you very sad. If you're using this tool to cope with the circumstance that is happening right now or happened not long ago, use everything you can from memory that makes you sad about it. I believe this even helps you organize your thoughts about the issue and will have benefits in the long run. 3. Build up the tears with all the memories. Cry the most you can as if you're trying to empty a box. Try even moaning. I know a bit of it helped me a lot. It has some sort of soothing feedback from the bathtub. 4. Dry your tears or wash them away and compose yourself. Calm yourself down, forget those memories and think of very practical things you are going to do afterwards. You can also think about things you look forward to do soon, even if it's a small stuff like watching a movie, having a nice dinner or playing a game. Maybe it's even a great day to order takeout from your favorite place. 5. Notice the next few days how long it goes until you feel the need to do it again. If you're in the middle of a bad phase in your life, just do this often, as often as you feel it helps. And this is it. If it works with you, you will feel a lot more productive at work and a lot less prone to feel sad in any situation where you need your focus. Even if it's just spending time with your friends to chill out. Those times are especially important to give yourself and your brain some time out from the heavy stuff. Crying is a completely normal human response, and like any other feature of your body and mind, it's yours to use. And since you're doing it privately, you can't even blame not doing it on the stigma, unless you're the one doing it to yourself. And that is all for this episode. Be well and stay safe. And I hope you add this one to your toolbox. If you liked it, please hit subscribe and consider giving a review. That will help me in this podcast. See you on the next one. Bye.